Oh. <laughs> See, you're outside. You're outside. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, have to be. Yeah. Thank you for bringing me outside because I definitely wasn't outside. Oh, well, thank you for joining us. Um, I'm going to let a few folks get in. We're going to... We're going to have this like nice 15 window. Um, I like asking these questions because we always get different answers. Um, and when that window closes, we won't lock the window, but it'll close. And if, if you want to crack it back open, we'll see where we're at. You know? Okay. Sounds good. I uh, just want to welcome everybody to the third episode of this little mini series, Artists Coping in COVID. Um, Welcome. This this will be recorded for IGTV for uh, soon to be released episodes on the Weapon of Choice uh, regular podcast feed. So make sure everybody's subscribed. If you're watching this or when you watch this, remember that at some point. And uh, Ronti, welcome. Uh, you want to just let folks know uh, any version you want of who you are and what you're up to? Thank you. Um, I am. I am currently uh, supporting. Oh, hey! hey. Um, I'm currently supporting um, a collective called Led to Life. Um, we transform guns into the otherwise and um, host ceremony uh, with families that have been impacted by uh, the wake of police brutality and intercommunal gun violence. Um, and yeah, multimedia artist. Um, also, just joined a school a program called Weaving Earth as an educator, um, a nature connection and um, ancestral arts school in Sebastopol, California. And yeah, making dream man. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm up to. Yeah, care about black people and the land. Yes, thank you for that. I mean, and you're you're in you know, educating spaces. Have you been seeing, um, it, it feels like the pie, it's just like they're throwing a lot of the whole pie at supporting educators, which is good. But um, are you seeing in some of the spaces you're having conversations with about literally just thinking about three months from now? Because so many so many people learning and students are so young that, you know, with mental health and everything, are we, are there conversations on your end or any that you're hearing talking about planning for a future when it comes to welcoming folks back in more traditional settings involving mental health and this PTSD many of us are going to experience over time? Or am I, am I cutting out? Unpredictable. Um, Um, it felt a bit unpredictable to okay <laughs> it's pretty it feels unpredictable to imagine gathering um, in person um, a lot of the work that I do is about congregating um, and the the way that congregating allows us to heal and um, allows us to yeah, generates mental health and emotional and spiritual health. Um, in many of the groups that I'm a part of, when we're thinking about gathering, there's definitely a question. I feel that my own social anxiety. Um, and yeah, I feel afraid to, as someone who feels socialized, to um, 
has trouble communicating my needs. I feel nervous about the ways people already invade my space as a black fem- person. And just like Are you okay on your end? I've been feeling conscious of that as an educator and as a gatherer. Um, that, um, yeah, just emphasizing consent and agreements and, um, yeah, how social distancing can allow us to, you know, in person um, really consider folks' health, things we should have been considering about ways we gathered in the past, but we, you know, prioritize designing spaces for able-bodied and quote-unquote healthy people. Um, So I look forward to, yeah, um, getting creative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with... With the communities I'm in about how we gather and... And 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 questioning if what, what we were doing was even useful <laughs> yeah so you are you thinking about i mean you're probably thinking about some changes or additions or enhancements that come along with um community agreements uh uh group agreements in any given setting am i, right, am I, am I cutting out okay am i cutting out am i am i cutting out on you No. You can hear everything? Okay, sorry. It was freezing on my end. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you know, when you think, you know, you're balancing what you're balancing just as an individual. And when you're thinking about your authentic self and some of these spaces, whether they're virtual or not, you know, there's that. And especially when we're talking black folks having conversations on a lot of issues in a room together. A lot of the times it's kind of thrown out a little trivial in a little trivial sense. I've seen in some spaces that whole notion of bring your whole self to this space or why why else are you here? And I like find myself pushing back in some of those spaces like I mean I can bring my true self every time. But if you want me to bring my whole self, I just got pulled over and I'm looking at your agenda for this meeting and it, on the agenda doesn't say that that time 20 minutes yeah. ago on the way here that I got pulled over. So, like, how do you think about um, that? Bring your whole self versus true self to certain spaces. Mm. Oh, yeah. What do people really mean by that? I think that's a big, <laughs> I think that's a big prayer. And, um, yeah, to really be like, is our capacity proportional and our skills proportional? to actually hold people in their in their entire selves and I think we'll definitely be different um, after this time um, and yeah I feel like there's a lot of on on already having like just atmospheres of trauma I feel like this moment's gonna exacerbate a lot of um, exacerbate it is exacerbating a lot of anxiety and um, pain isolation so I feel like we shouldn't. We should be more specific about that, yeah. or, we, or organizers or facilitators would need to, you know, consider um, how do we really cultivate spaces that generate the time to be authentic, perhaps um, through other forms. I feel like um, 
a lot of the ways we gather don't account for the body. They don't account for um, relational um, moments with one another. So um, I think we're going to need to, yeah, consider the lack of spaces to um, say how you're doing, check in with people, feel loved up on, um, and to to make time to really make to really make time, or don't say that people could come with their whole. Um, come with their whole self and I think there's ways to do that that are creative um and healing I think a lot about that with ceremony how ceremony and gathering a ceremonial way is uh creates another quality of time to be with one another Mm -hmm. yeah that maybe a normal like space can't do Mm -hmm. you know given these alterations to how we're trying to, to educate and have conversations what comes with a lot of that is frustration and having to adjust, but on, you know, to balance that out are like new ideas propping up in your mind that you're getting excited about in three, two, one. Mm. <laughs> I, I, were you able to hear anything I was saying? Oh, I, I, what, I did not hear that last okay. question. Um, my phone got too hot. Oh, okay. It's like, and this is like, uh, the, your, your picture is super clear and nothing choppy. Like, I think, yeah, you were chopping up, and I, I couldn't tell if I was chopping up on your end. But this seems better for me. Is it good for you? Okay, it's great for me. And so, my, my question had to do with um, transitioning to more unorthodox ways of communicating, whether we're educating or having very intentional conversations with our people through this virtual world and whatnot, um, with what comes with, you know, that comes with a lot of frustration, but to balance that out, are you getting excited about new ideas that are propping up in your mind because we're combating that frustration? Um, yeah, it, as I've, at first I was getting, um, yeah, I've been, I've been having a lot of digital fatigue and, I was really looking forward. I've really transitioned actively, like transitioned my life to be doing work that's um, out in the land and has minimal screen time. Um, And yeah, it's been so interesting to see a lot of that work try to move online um, and ways it fails and ways it's like not meant to adapt to those forms in other ways it's allowed us to be creative with um people we haven't reached and how do we bring those practices um across um across distance and and on the internet and how do we like yeah think about other ways to redirect attention to the land and to the earth while still being in sync with one another, either through just audio or through ritual. Um, so that's been exciting. I've also, for a fellowship, I've been designing um, with my partner, just we really were at first feeling bummed about people not being able to gather in person and then in surrendering to what's going on and, and health, I, um, yeah, we've just been really excited about how the work is centered around fugitivity and it's interesting to be in this moment where we're away in these different locations and um yeah how to actually practice fugitivity in the work and not 
how do we communicate with and practice with one another without necessarily speaking? So that's been a that's really changed our process um, to think about craft um, and to think about ways people could across distance, yeah, be in work together simultaneously and how that. Um, creates the conditions for another kind of pedagogy and being with people and um, gets us off the screen. Yeah, <laughs> and with our with our hands and our body. Yeah. So I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm thank you for that, and I'm loving all this. So it's like got me wanting to go off script a little bit from like original questions, but that's okay because we you know I'm like someone such as yourself uh, always finding ways to be just yourself better in tune with the earth and nature and the outdoors and then bring people along with you um as someone i I, i'm going to presume that you've always in that effort tried to bring people along with you have you been noticing a ramp up in inquiries of how to how to get down with you out in in the woods and the farms and in nature like you like these are the same people you've been trying is, is, is that happening Oh my God, when I tell you, you know, my family will always be like, it was like, my dad literally said, okay, now I get why you started to do (laughs) the things you were doing. And um, yeah, people just kind of, I've always had friends say, you know, when the apocalypse goes down, I'm going to go be with Bronte. Um, And that's really funny to me, just people reaching out and yeah, feeling that work and feeling... um, those practices and that trying to uh, disorient myself from capitalism and that being confusing. Um, So, and at the same time, I thought I was around the people who could help me be in the apocalypse. And, you know, they're also confused right now. It's Mm -hmm. it's a deep, um, it's a deep learning to both feel like I'm safer than most and I feel more prepared than most. And in communities where people have been saying we're already in this um, and, and living accordingly. And yeah, I'm also noticing how much we are still so entangled and reliant upon capitalism. So entangled. Ugh. Hey, Shauna. Um, yeah, and, my niece's uh, mom is here. It, who is? My uh, my niece's mom. Oh, hey. My niece's mama, Shauna. I see hey. you say, hey, Bronte. Hey, welcome to everybody who continues to join in. This will be saved uh, on audio platforms and IGTV. Um, what, so, you know, a lot of this is being okay with one day not looking like the next for our own individual well-being and spirit. Um, again, when we're trying to be creative about how we make pivots, uh, what's been, what's been helping you navigate how to, you know, be able to make left turns when you need to day to day. Um, I've been meeting with this group of folks who, um, menstruate and they it's all like some big people I didn't know um but yeah a friend brought us together and it's just been such a helpful group to reorient my relationship to time um one of the friends was talking about how um she just remembers growing up in Sudan and living around the 
sound and time oriented towards Adam, the call to prayer, and what it was like to live in a society oriented towards marking times to invite and worship God and to be marked by the sun and these other patterns. Um, we also talked about like the mundaneness of right now and I be lost. Like, I'm like, what day is it? And mm. I've been doing the same shit every day. And mm-hmm. um, it makes me want to do. Um, yeah, it makes it's it's boring. <laughs> it's annoying. And I'm used to like, I didn't realize how much my life was marked by spontaneity and just kind of being like, oh, I want to do this today. Like, I don't I feel like I some of that has been lost. Um but a lot of that was entangled with capitalism too. I just would like, I want to do something different. So I'm going to go to a bar or I'm going to go shop or do something random. Um, so it's helped me to reimagine those, that impulse about like, what else could I be up to right now? And I've been using this little um, scent jar that my friend gave me. It's like a little, it's a little Thai um, spice box. And in different moments, um, me and these women started to like, um, yeah, mark transitions in the day. Like when you really close one thing to another to just smell something. And that's been so helpful. Mm. It brings me into this more imaginative place and the kind of dreamlike moment we're in anyway. <laughs> like I'll just sniff this like scent and just kind of like close and then move to the next thing. I've, I really like that. Mm, mm. that's great uh, so like basically we need to start a hashtag called anti-capitalist spontaneity you know <laughs> <I love that. laughs> something something like that i love that uh, deep. i haven't thought about that so this moment so that's hella deep like i haven't noticed that i've been trying to do that yeah. so thank you for that question yeah 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 i kind of i guess if i'm like maybe running an an, an important errand or two and I, and i find myself i mean when i leave the house I'm, I, I find myself oh i got a half hour let me just stop over at this store because by the time i get there i'll think i'll i'll come up with something i need and I said, no just go <laughs> you don't you probably exactly nine out of ten <laughs> times you don't you know you don't Oh, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, you know, when grocery shopping and stuff, I'm like in Target and I'm like seeing, I'm seeing like people in there who aren't there to shop at all. They just are trying to get out the house, but they ain't no buying something, you know? And it's like, yo, it's right there. Like these chimes and these birds chirping. Uh, I'm forgetting that I'm on a like FaceTime call. Subconsciously, I'm like not even really thinking about it. So I'm glad you're outside. Thank you for that. I need to take this show outside. <laughs> but uh, yeah. you know, is there you know? And, and another thing, I, I wonder if people. I wonder if we talk about how like really focusing in any moment during the day on ourselves is is still investing in community, right? Because how can we show up? If um, back to the capitalism, like a lot of investing in community is donating to X, Y, and Z nonprofit, GoFundMe, etc. But like when we're investing time and even these smells, that's for that's for you in that moment. But when you're here speaking with me, it's maybe giving you an extra, you know, an extra fresh breath. 
to express whatever thoughts or feelings. So when we're like thinking about solidarity, could we be also thinking about what is like working for us? Like the, what's the advice? I, don't, I never like to ask for, to, for a guest to give advice, but I love for them to maybe share the advice they give themselves or a personal mantra. So in the context of this pandemic, is there any new mini rituals even or mantras that you're trying to, you know, speak to yourself? Um, thank you for that question. Yeah. Um, one thing that emerged from that group um, that I was just talking about the menstruation group that's been meeting about like it's really the it's the first thing I've been a part of that's at, that's felt emergent. One of my friends was saying how he his way towards um, serving his gifts, a way towards like bringing his gifts out into the world has looked like organization making or like project making. And um, yeah, he's just reorienting like toward that. And um, this is the first time I've been a part of something where there's there was no means. We're not trying to get it's not a means to an end, our gathering. It wasn't like trying to do anything. It was just like our friend was like, let's just talk. <laughs> let's see what emerges. And then this group started to gather around ritually connecting to our, our moon time, our bleeding time. And then it moved. Then that from that conversation, we came back after a month and we we're still in the quarantine. And um, yeah, this it started to emerge like, that we should be, um, how could we be ritually connected to our dream, our dream time and our sleeping time? Um, so the scent thing came through and then also, um, yeah, I just felt myself wanting to write this dream mantra to speak over myself before I go to bed. Cause I felt like when I, when I go to bed, I just feel so vulnerable and I have to sleep on my back now because I have lower back pain and I have a foot injury and, it just feels so porous to sleep with my chest to <laughs> just open for like, you know, a good seven or eight hours. You're just like, I'm very like spirits getting me. I don't have nothing covered. You know, it's not like this. So I've um, wrote this little mantra to just speak over myself before I go to bed. It was just basically like acknowledging that my rest is useful um, that my that my dreams are useful to community, that my um, being able to see that vision and be in other realms is um, is meaningful, that the earth needs my dreams, the earth needs me to like sleep and rest well and be attentive and notice the patterns and notice the myths and notice the um, the guideposts that are trying to like, you know, clarify um and orient us and yeah i think about you know um folks in black feminist lineage especially harriet tubman but any any reason i am where i am is because a black woman or black people were dreaming and like caring for their dreams so that would be my um offering is to really you know i could i'm happy to send it out if anyone writes to me what i've been writing or maybe i'll post it um but it's been just helpful to speak over myself and to forgive the day. I go into the next day and I often wake up thinking about what I didn't do the day before, what I had to do that day, and I'm not grateful. Um, 
and I shit on myself, and then the day is marked by shame. <laughs> so um, forgiving the day as I go to bed also means that I I forgive any encounters I've had. I send love and light to anybody I was wrong to. I say, you know, tomorrow I'm going to do a little better. I'm going to mm-hmm. try and be more in integrity with love and compassion. Mm. Yeah. I think we need to... Um... We should we should hit up Sade and yes. say like, look, you. Pro- I, I don't know if you've been in the studio, Sade, but if you happen to get back into the studio, we got a song title for you. It's called "Forgive the Day." It's like the remix. The remix. <laughs> that would be so good. Mm. Forgive the day. Hook us don't up. Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> And then, and like, instead of, uh, Damn, let's see. It, it'll end, you'll catch me dreaming because you laid down oh, on your back. And, uh, I gotta stop sleeping oh, no, on my stomach. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta stop sleeping on my stomach. Oh. That's right. Uh, so, oh, so you sleep on your stomach. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm both, you know, I'm both, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place, but. When I like get up in the middle of the night and I lay back down, it's easier to fall asleep on my stomach. But um, are you now? This doesn't have to be any formal thing. It could be something you were just walking by and saw happening. Have you seen any, or do you want to shout out any any people kind of dreaming and then going out into community and doing things related to community efforts around the pandemic, or? Or honestly, anything black do you want to shout out right now? Because like we need to just say black, black, black six thousand times. Uh, I was telling, um, I don't know, man. I don't give. Sometimes I just don't care. I, I got on Facebook today and I just said I, I posted a Claudia Rankin quote uh, from her 2015 New York Times piece, and, and the quote I'm not. I can't say it verbatim, but I basically said, white folks, if you're homeschooling your kids. Make them write this quote on the chalkboard 25 times. And it basically had to do with, you know, responding a little bit to the most recent tragedy. But are you seeing any things that like uh, are giving you life, even if just for a moment, seeing your people come together? Yeah, um, I have been really um, loving um, Yeah, East Oakland Collective. They're doing just powerful uh, work in East Oakland for um, for the community, for houseless folks. They're just, they're all about like direct relief and so if you can support them or donate to them, um, I would definitely shout East Oakland Collective out. Um, I love Alexis Palming Gums. Anything that she's doing, um, please follow her and yep. I've loved her um homecoming mobile homecoming series on sundays i love her um just anything usually people she's doing some sort of reading or some sort of something so i go i'll go to whatever she's doing Mm -hmm. um my friend l um at yes ariel on ig a u r i e l l e um has been doing a quarantine poetry reading series that is beautiful um and yeah, there's soon there's going to be something um, called Wilds Beyond Climate Justice at the end of the month. Um, be sharing something called um, Confiagua. It's a word that I made up. Um, okay. <laughs> mixing, one of my friends said, um, 
I was in a workshop called the Bureau of Linguistical Reality. It's like making up new words. And one of the students in the workshop said, um, I want a word for like no pressure to respond. Um, and like, they want to send that to people when they like send certain things and they don't need them to respond. Um, and so I've been thinking about that a lot. And I was thinking about mixing the words confiar and agua, I mean, to trust in Spanish and water. Um, so to trust in the water, trust in the flow. And we'll be holding um, with my partner, Jordi, a prophetic listening session um, at the end of May while it's beyond climate justice. Um and yeah, I'll be showing some scenes from a new film that our organization is working on and a kind of ritual uh, ritual experience around um, prophetic prophetic practice and yeah, engaging um, our work around around healing justice and the wake. Mm. Wow, yeah, I'll be looking out for that. Shout out to Alexis. We'll be seeing Alexis soon on uh, one of these interview chats. And can you like send me, even if it's not like a thing thing, can you just remind me, like shoot me a DM and remind me about that workshop, that linguistics workshop? Because uh, a couple of friends of mine and I, we, we, we get, we get together and talk about things we can't say online. And sometimes that comes up like, we really need a new word for that because it's it's been hipsterfied, it's been trended, it's mm-hmm. been it's been rid of all meaning, and we do we do need some new language, right? And we do. And how do we make it stick, or even just have fun with it? Either way, ah, uh, yeah. Please send me like just a reminder of that because just you mentioning it again, me seeing it down the line is gonna just make me feel good <laughs> because because right. I appreciate. All the work you're doing. Um, I appreciate you coming coming on with us today. We went over time, but I, I hope it, I hope it was good for you. Was it good for you? It was. Thank you so much. And uh, everybody <laughs> can follow. Can, they can follow Bronte by taking a deep breath. <laughs> and they can also follow Bronte by following at Little Nows led to life. And then the, and uh, don't 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 don't. Weaving Earth. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, this episode, you'll find it on audio on the Weapon of Choice podcast feed. So subscribe wherever you listen. It'll be on IGTV, on the Weapon of Choice Instagram. And we just love everyone that joined the conversation today to listen. And we all really appreciate Bronte. And if you've just uh, met Bronte for the first time, dig into their work and we will see you all around. Holler at us anytime. And thank you, Bronte. It was really nice talking to you. All right. So good. Peace, everybody. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you.